Hello, everybody. Welcome to Pursuit of Relentless Podcast. You have your host here, Elena. And today it's just me um, because I have had a pretty crazy couple of weeks. And I just wanted to talk to you guys a little bit about something that is really, really important to me. Uh, and that is rest and recovery. Okay. You guys ever heard of this thing called burnout? It's a real thing. Um, there was a couple of years in my business where I was just like, like go, 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 go. And uh, I had a conversation last week with one of the girls who has known me for a while. And she's like, Elena, I never thought I'd see you slow down. And I was like, interesting. So I was thinking about that going, what has changed? What's become different in my business where I'm able to slow down and be okay with it? Um, and like really focus on taking care of myself because when you don't take care of yourself, you can't pour that much into other people. And I found that very, very powerful um, in my last two years of dealing with miscarriages. And um, we just moved. This is my new house, first podcast in my new house in BC. Um, it's been so amazing just having that time to be able to. Um, take care of myself and recover. And I'm officially in my second trimester. So we did it. <laughs> and I'm super excited about that. I got to hear the baby's heartbeat today at the midwife. And man, it's because I took the time to take naps during the day and like took care of my health and really focused on what I'm eating and what I'm doing to take care of my own body so that I can be my best and give my best to my, um, my staff and my co-workers and my husband and my family and, and my dog even like oh man I don't know there was so many years that I was just like balls to the wall like ah, just go 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 and I wouldn't allow myself to slow down I wouldn't allow myself to um take care of my needs really because I was like no I just have to be crazy I have to be like super psycho well you know what I discovered <laughs> That's not how it goes, because when you deplete your energy, you can't give from an empty cup, right? You can't sit there and be like, I got this. I'm good. Meanwhile, you're like falling asleep, passing out, right? So I don't know. Today, I'm just really inspired um, to share a couple of things that have really helped me when it comes to my rest and recovery and what I do to recharge my energy, because I'm very introverted. A lot of people are like, what do you mean you're introverted? What introverted means is I recover, I recharge my energy alone, right? So there's a lot of people out there who are like, you're super extroverted, blah, blah, blah. No, I'm not. And there's different types of introverts and extroverts and all of that kind of stuff. But personally, if I've been, so like this weekend, we had a convention at work. So I was in Edmonton and then I was in Fort McMurray and now I'm in Port Alberni and I'm like, Okay, it was a lot, right? So I finally got home last night after two days of driving and I was just beat. I literally went to bed at like five o'clock at night. I threw my back out a few days ago, so I really didn't need to lay down and rest. Um, and then I woke up this morning. So I slept for like 12 hours instead of my normal like six to eight. Um, but like I woke up this morning and I was like, okay. I didn't have a back spasm when I got up this morning. So just think about how quickly your body can recover when you let it, right? So, all right. I heard this story. I posted it today, actually, on my Instagram, but I'm recording this at the beginning of October, so you're probably not going to see it, um, but I can tell you guys about it. 
it was a story about these giant redwoods in the forest that they had injected with adrenaline to try and make them grow faster. Now, what did it actually do to them? It killed them. They died within their first year. And normally a redwood tree can last for years and years and years and years, like hundreds of years. And so the research was showing if they don't have that time to rest and recover, then they can't continue to grow. Right. So I came to a big plateau in my business a couple of years ago and I was like, and why is my business still the same size? I'm consistently doing the same thing every single year, um, but I'm not growing. I'm not building any bigger than I want to be. And I'm like, what do I need to do? So I took that time and I slowed down and I journaled and I worked through what I think I need to do next instead of just sitting there going, okay, well, I know I need to do all of these tasks. Well, if you're thinking of the um, rule of insanity or how insanity works, you can't do the same thing repeatedly and expect a different result, right? So I can't work 12 hours a day and not take care of my body and eat takeout every day and drink four cups of coffee and expect that I'm going to be okay, right? No, I'm going to end up having a heart attack, right? Or in my case, I got a blood clot. And I was like, what am I doing, right? So I had to take that time and just really evaluate what I was doing in my life. And thankfully, I've read a couple books that I'm going to share with you and listened to some great podcasts and had some great mentorship. And they just said, Elena, you need to slow down and take your rest and recovery really seriously. And that sat with me for a bit. And I was kind of just like, I don't know how to do that at all. (laughs) And then I started getting into learning about meditation, learning about breath work, learning about just like how to take care of your body, take you from fight or flight mode to recovery. And uh, I want to share some of that with you guys today. So there's a difference between working on your business and working in your business. Okay, so working in my business was me going 12 hours a day, seven days a week, never taking time for myself. What did that result in? It resulted in bad eating habits, bad sleeping habits. I was unable to get deep sleep. I had issues with my spouse because he's like, am I ever going to see you? (laughs) Like, this sucks. Um, Can you please take a day off? And it was like fighting me to try and take time off because I was so dedicated to the cause, so dedicated to helping people. And I mean, you can still do that and take care of yourself first. Right. So I started introducing myself to a better morning routine and a better evening routine where in the morning I get up and instead of just going for a cup of coffee, have a glass of water. Right. Or have a cup of tea or something like that. That's non-caffeinated and get some exercise or read a book. Right. So first thing I do, I get a cup of tea or some water and sit on my couch and I read my book. I read my 10 pages. Now, One of the books I would highly suggest is Sleep Smarter by Sean Stevenson. It gives you so many um, good tips on how to get a good sleep so that you're healthy and you're actually able to recover properly. And the other one I want to leave you guys with is Becoming Supernatural by Dr. Joe Dispenza. Um, I also did one of his seven-day retreats. Changed my life. Um, Becoming Supernatural is the subtitle is How Common People Are Doing the Uncommon. And it's literally about healing yourself and being able to go through these incredible experiences with yourself when your eyes are closed, because you're actually sitting there and working on your internal self, working on what matters in your brain. And 
it really stuck with me. And so those are two of the books that I would highly suggest. The third thing that I did, and it was really cool. I got to see Ben Spangle this weekend at our convention, but I went to his Vibe Hire event. uh, And Ben Spangle has been in the same business as me for much longer than I've been in um, the financial world. But I learned from him how to really stop and focus on what I'm looking for in my life. And so when you slow down, you speed up, right? You slow down so you can actually go through what matters to me, what makes me tick, what makes me excited, what makes me nervous, what makes me (laughs) sit there and like have these repeating negative thoughts in my head, right? So I did that in April um, of 2023. And I feel like a completely different person this year. I feel like I'm able to go into my business with more energy, with more love, more light, and just more passion for what I'm doing because I'm actually taking the time to recover um, outside of work, right? I'm taking that time to walk my dog this morning. I got to see a bear. (laughs) Yay. It was so cool, but I almost walked into it. So I was semi-terrified. Thankfully, Ellie didn't see it, (laughs) but it was really cool to just be able to go And like, go for a walk in the forest and, you know, relax, listen to the birds, listen to the water that was running down the streams and stuff like that. And I was just like, wow, this is my life, right? Whereas I've been in Fort McMurray for so long. And I mean, I went for walks in the bush, but it's different. It's different when I'm in BC because this is my home, right? So I feel um, very grounded here. I feel like this is where I was meant to be. And literally, Two weeks after moving, so we moved in July, uh, within two weeks, I found out I was pregnant. So, so crazy, so crazy. And now it's stuck, right? So I'm like, all I had to do was move to BC and start like taking care of my body. (laughs) What a concept. But what did I do between now and then is really focus on my breath work, my intentionality, my, my vision for what I'm creating, because I can't sit there and not believe that I can accomplish these things, whether it's business or family or, you know, the life that I'm trying to build. I can't sit here and get stuck in where I'm at. I have to be focused on where I'm going. Right. And that takes reflection and reflection is part of recovery in my opinion as well. So if you don't slow down and take that time to ask yourself those questions, like what truly makes you happy? right? What makes you happy? Most people are like, uh, hmm, I don't know. Or like, oh, my family or my dog or whatever it is, hanging out with my friends or whatever, right? Everyone's going to be different. But when you actually have to put it on paper, like what are the things that make you happy? What are the things that give you peace? What are the things that give you stress in your life? And you can just analyze them and go through those. Then you start creating different neural pathways in your brain and you can actually change the way that you think, which is incredible because when you change the way you think, you change the way you act. And when you change the way you act, you change the end result, right? So I think that's very, very important. When it comes to business, you have to be able to analyze your business from a 10,000 foot view. You got to be able to go in and be like, okay, what's next? right? I'm about to promote my first senior partner in the firm, which is like exciting. I'm so pumped because he's earned it. And I'm like, wow, it's just so cool to be able to, you know, sit back and 
get a phone call going, you just made $6,500 while you're napping. I'm like, I love what I do. <laughs> like, it's so great. But it's because I was able to build leadership in my business and give people independence and help them uh, build their own successful business, which is amazing. And I sit there and I go, okay, all I need to do is analyze it and go, what do I need to do next? Because if I'm doing the same thing over and over again, I'm going to get the same result. And what am I trying to get? A different result. I want to skyrocket my business. And in order to do that, I have to tell people what my vision is. I have to tell people that I'm trying to be the number one insurance broker in the country, right? And in order to do that, I can't do it myself. I can only work so many hours a day, right? So I need to recruit. I need to build. I need to you know, put that time into my own personal development so that I can believe that I'm capable of better. I can believe that I'm capable of building this incredible business that I know is coming, right? Because I'm planning for it. So when it comes to letting things just happen, you have to just understand that if you're not pre-planning and you're not like being intentional about what you're building, it's going to happen anyways. Tomorrow's going to come and it's going to go by whether you plan it or not. So if you're able to plan it the night before or the week before, you're going to have so much more time and you'll eliminate so much stress from your life. Seriously, guys, when I first started, oh my goodness, in business, I was like such an employee mindset. It was just like show up, get paid, right? That's not how it works as an entrepreneur. And you guys know that if you're entrepreneurs, it's not like that at all. You have to show up. And you have to be energized and you have to be ready to take on anything that's coming your way because you just never know. So when you're planning your days, like if I just get up whenever I feel like it and then I maybe read today and then I maybe go for a walk, do you think I'm going to have success? Maybe not because I'm not intentionally planning it. But if I go, hey, I'm going to sit here and read 10 pages of a good book and I'm going to grow my mind. Um, right now I'm reading The Mountain Is You uh, by Brianna Wise, I believe her name is. But uh, such a good book. And it's all about self-sabotage. And I'm like, I needed this, right? I needed this. Well, self-sabotage is sleeping in in the morning and not being intentional with my time. And hey, buddy didn't show up to record the podcast today. Guess what? I was already ready with my notes so that just in case I still had this time scheduled out, that I can record another podcast that is something that's on my mind and on my heart to share with you guys. But there's a lot of people that don't plan their days. So when I first started in business, I would miss appointments because I didn't have it in my calendar um, because I wasn't used to running a calendar. And then it was just like, I don't know, (laughs) days on, days off, right? I worked a six on, six off schedule. So on my days off, I was on days off. Like I wasn't focused on anything and I'm just sitting there going, how come people get stuck in this, this repeated cycle of whatever they're in and they feel like they're stuck and they can't get out of it. It's because they're not intentional with the days that they can control, right? My days on, I couldn't control that. I worked 15 hours a day. I got up at five in the morning. I got home at nine 30 at night, right? There's not a lot I can do during that time, except for control what I'm consuming in my mind. So what did I do when I was driving a whole truck? I put on Ed Milet's podcast, or I put on a John Maxwell leadership development book, or I'd listen to whatever audiobooks I could download and put onto a flash drive because we weren't allowed technology because it wasn't intrinsically safe, Um, nor is it safe to have a cell phone when you're driving and operating a 
ton truck. <laughs> so I get it. But I took that time to really focus on building my mind and building my uh, my body. So when I was getting tired, instead of having a coffee, I'd get out of my truck and I'd go do push-ups and squats and some jumping jacks to get myself re-energized, right? And that's part of your recovery too, is taking care of your body and being able to read your body and understand how you're feeling. Because if you don't allow yourself to feel those things and you just assume you're going to be fine, another cup of caffeine is not going to help you. You're going to become like totally immune to those things and it just doesn't work the same way. So I don't know. I just really focused on taking that time to um, reflect on the things that I could control. And then on my days off, I was running my business and I was able to, after two years, quit my job and go full time. Um, And then everything changed because I was like, wow, I actually understand how to run a schedule. I actually understand what self-recovery is and personal development and like why it's important and how important a routine is. Because if you have a routine, you'll know this if you have children, you have a routine, your brain doesn't have to work to think what's next because it's automatic, right? So if you're sitting there going, okay, I need to do some sort of rest and recovery today. Well, I hope you're sleeping. (laughs) That's, That's a big thing. One of the things that I do for my sleep is I track it. Um, it'll tell me how long I'm in deep sleep for. If I'm having a really broken sleep, then I can kind of analyze my day before and go, what could I have done differently to get myself better sleep? Obviously, you're not going to have a perfect sleep every night, but I'm hoping you're getting two to three hours of, well, even two hours of restful sleep. And then the rest is going to be light sleep. That's normal. Um, but one of the things I do, like I said, is I track it. So I sleep with my watch on and then my watch tracks my sleep. And then I, it sends me a report in the morning going, here's how you slept last night. Uh, so I really love that feature. Some of the other things that I want to share with you on how I recover um, is I wrote them down. So I'm looking at my notes. Number one is Epsom salt baths and magnesium baths. So I personally lived in a place that is almost no magnesium found in the water up there. So we have to supplement because it is necessary. So I would get um, Epsom salts with magnesium in them and I would have baths at least a couple times a week. I also had a magnesium salve that I used. Obviously, I'm not a doctor. Please talk to a doctor before you do anything that I suggest. Um, But that's one of the things that really helps me rest. It makes me (sighs) just like breathe, right? There's nothing else I need to be doing in that moment. Normally, I'll do some sort of meditation or breath work. Um, I like to always close my eyes while I'm sitting up, not while I'm laying down in the bath. Uh, But I would do, let's say, a 15-minute guided meditation or guided visualization practice on YouTube. And you can just Google them, type in how long of time you've got, and go with that. I think it's very effective. I like to have candles going and everything like that um, so that it's just very peaceful. I don't have the lights on. I just have candlelight. So it's more just like the sound of the wick crackling and uh, it's lovely, right? So everyone's going to be different. Some people are like, I recover in my ice bath. Okay, well, I have a cold shower, right? I don't think I would like the ice bath, nor do I think anyone really likes it. But I know it's very effective for recovery as I listen to Andy Frisella every day. And he's been doing the ice baths for a while now. And I'm like, okay, well, it's part of the 75 hard challenge and I completed it, but 
seriously, it was not fun, but I do understand how it helps reduce inflammation and help increase blood flow in your body. So those things are very important for your brain health, as well as just your overall cardiac health, right? So that's one of the big things that I do is take baths. Um, Journaling. I talked about that a little bit already. I don't journal every day, but I like to journal every week. At least I keep it right beside my bed. I also have one for my husband on the reasons I love him that day. So it helps me search for reasons to appreciate my spouse. Um, And it gives me a way that I can share that with him. Um, Not that he reads it, but I'm sure one day I'll give it to him when it's full. Um, But for myself, I like to journal how I'm feeling that day or what happened this week that was really great or like some of the stuff that I did this week that's different than any other week. So like I'm in a new city, right? So now I'm going out and meeting new people. I'm so right about the people that I met and how great they are. And like, I've got a doggy date next week, or I guess it's this week, it's Friday, but uh, yeah. So I got a doggy date this week with someone I've never met before. Um, I met them on a Facebook group chat and I was just like, okay, well, I'm going to open myself up and go, I don't know anyone here and my dog is really bored. Uh, So who wants to get together? And I got four or five people that were just like me. And so I'm super excited about that. But I'll journal about that kind of stuff, right? Next, taking a walk in nature um, is always very soothing to me. I don't have anything playing. I don't play music. I listen to the forest, which sounds very hippy dippy. And I get that. But I find that I am my most creative when I'm in the forest and I'm exercising, even if it's going for a gentle walk, like you don't have to be going for a run or like being hardcore or anything, which has its place. But that's my creative time. I find that I have a lot of really good um, ideas when I'm in that state because I'm allowing for things to come in instead of me just constantly putting things in. Right. So. I don't know. I think that that's one of the things that helps me a lot. Also, I'll take my dog to the beach. So it gives her enjoyment and some exercise as well. And get to sit by the water and watch the ocean. And I love it. So I'm so grateful to be back in BC. Relief. Anyways, next yoga and stretching. Now I haven't found a studio here yet because I'm pregnant. So I'm like, "Mm, I should probably not be too crazy right now seeing my history, but I've been stretching every single day, um, just getting myself mobile and making sure that I'm not getting really tight and tough um, because I did this thing last week and threw out my back. Uh, It's been awful. (laughs) You can't take anything for it. Can't really do too much. Anyways, so the only thing that I find is helpful um, is pillows under my back or pillows under my legs and like helping me stretch it out, opening my hips up, opening my shoulders, my chest, allowing myself to open up um, really does help with my Zen (laughs) because it also makes you do breath work. And I'm going to interview a guy named Christian in a couple of weeks here. And he specializes in breath work. And I'm like, oh, yes, I need that guy to do an interview with me because I am super excited to learn some good techniques that are different. So like Joe Dispenza goes through some breath work as well. It's super powerful. Um, And that's to unleash your inner fire pretty much. And I love it, but sometimes you want to tone it down because you've had a really high energy day 
and you just need to relax. So you can take time and there's an app on my watch as well that it's like seven breaths over one minute. And you're just like, you can't be stressed when you're having those deep breath experiences, right? Because you're breathing in and you're slowly breathing out. And it's so different than when you're like nervous or you're like stressed out and you're breathing really fast versus like this calm breath work, right? So I find that yoga um, and stretching and breath work is all very, very tied together for myself. You don't have to be a yogi, but I love it. Keeps me fit, keeps me strong. Um, and it helps me work on my breath work and it forces meditation on me because you always start by centering yourself and finding yourself inside your body. And for me, that's very, very important. So meditation is huge when it comes to my rest and recovery. I like to try and meditate at least a couple times a week. Uh, you don't have to. Again, it's just something that I'm offering to you that might help. But doing a somatics class, like learning body movement, learning how to breathe properly, instead of just like small, short breaths, you should be expanding your diaphragm, challenging your diaphragm to open your chest muscles, open your ribs, or else you get very congested. So I don't know. I think those are some of the main things that have worked for me. And uh, there's so much more I could go into, but I love just being able to share this with you guys. I hope it's helpful. And I'll tell you, there's some stuff about this in my book as well. Pursuit of Relentless, a guidebook for your best life possible, which you can get at elenanatig.com. And I am super excited to share with you guys all of the information that I've learned over the years and how I've been able to become successful in my own life and find happiness and peace where I didn't really have that before. I had energy and I had enthusiasm and I had all of the things going for me. And then I crashed so hard because I wasn't taking care of my body. I wasn't taking care of my mind. I wasn't allowing myself to slow down and actually analyze the things that were happening. So I think that if you can just take that time for yourself and go, okay, I'm going to set a time in my schedule every Sunday, for instance, is what I usually do. And I go through um, and work on myself in those times. So I'm doing some journaling or I'm doing a meditation or I'm going through my business plan for that week or like what I'm trying to accomplish. And when you have those moments of reflection, that's when I find that things come in that you're like, oh, that's a good idea, right? I just didn't even think about that before. So allow yourself that time to relax. Allow yourself those times to get those phone calls that you didn't realize were coming, right? And I think that when you allow time to have things happen, but also plan the time to intentionally go over and reflect, you're going to have much, much more success. So I hope that was helpful for you guys. I will tag those books in the show notes for you. Um, make sure that if you did get value out of it, we are a holistically grown podcast. So please share it with a friend. And I hope that you listen to it over and over again. Uh, and yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being here with me today. I know it's uh, your time and my time, and I hope that it's valuable to you. So without taking any more of it. I appreciate you. I'll see you next time. <laughs>